I'm not happy to be having to do this specific intro again. But g'day mates and welcome to another episode of No Highway Option. It's the cinema podcast where we answer the one question that applies to every film ever made. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? Um, we normally have a special guest on, but we don't this week because of scheduling. So, uh, instead of a little, you know, customizable bit, we have messages we want to give to our last week's guest, Brad, who gave us this movie. So, um, my name's Connor J. Burke, I'm one of your hosts, and fuck you, Brad! Ah, Shizza. Hi, I'm Luke. How's about we, uh, we go out and throw a couple of shrimps on the barbie and fuck you, Brad? We like you can tell how much we like this movie, huh? Uh, Bradley I actually Robinson. thought it was better than the original. I have thoughts about that. Um, <laughs> our guest last week, Bradley Robinson from the D College podcast, friend of mine, we worked in Disney together. Uh, he insisted on having us complete a franchise for the first time on this show, and he gave us the 2004 direct to DVD Kangaroo Jack sequel, Kangaroo Jack G'day USA. And, um, it bad. Yeah, it's not good. Kangaroo Jack wasn't good to begin with, but, um, this was also bad. <laughs> and we weren't able to get him as a full guest, but, uh, our guest from the Kangaroo Jack episode, Tom Roche, has something to say about this film, don't you, Tom? End this episode right now. Like, do me a favor, end this episode right now. And if you don't, go fuck yourselves. And if you do... Still go fuck yourselves. <laughs> He's very obviously in the studio with us currently and recording live. So, yeah. Also, this was very difficult to find. It's not streaming on any legit streaming service. And I'm not paying $4 to rent a 480p uh, direct-to-video animated sequel. So I had to sign up for something called Hoopla, which is like online library renting i think i am consistently surprised by how many different versions of that there are yeah like i know there's canopy but canopy is like indie movies and is legit and then this was just like hey we got kangaroo jack i'm like "Uh, what (laughs) that works for us right in this moment and no other time yeah i'm glad you don't cost anything because i'm never using you again um (laughs) And yeah, the stream of this, just the quality was bad. Yeah, it was very. It certainly very, was. Very blocky at points. The in the opening animation, they panned over that river. Yeah, didn't it look like bubble just, wrap? I thought it was. Just, I thought it was more two D than bubble wrap. Just a flat, solid, like a sheet of water. But it also looked like a like attempt <laughs> at rendering bubble wrap in two D. That's that's fair. It certainly didn't look like a river. Oh yeah, it's a terrible thing. But uh, we get to find out that our heroes from the first film, Lewis and Charlie, are back. But this time, Lewis is voiced by Ahmed Best. And I don't know if I said it on the episode last week or not, but Ahmed Best, uh, you've heard his voice before. Do you know where, Luke? Where? Where have I heard his voice? He was set to be the biggest star of 1999 and beyond. He was joining a classic franchise as a funny new character that was sure to delight children. 
uh, new advancement in CGI technology. He's Jar Jar Binks. Oh, you did say this. I don't know if you said it while we were filming or if you said it after we finished. Yeah, I I think I said it afterwards because that's when I did all the research on it. But um, what a rough ride for him. Yeah, to get <laughs> his the the response to Jar Jar apparently was very bad for him, and he like contemplated suicide. So like, I'm not gonna, and like, I can't. I'm not gonna give him crap on his performance, and I kind of can't because it's a solid uh, Anthony Anderson type performance. What? It's not great, but it's I... a solid type. I don't know, man. I thought it was rough, and. It's not like he was a really a character with a whole lot of depth in the first one, uh, but here they really reduced him to fat fart. And every he, time it was like, oh, what's he going to do? He going to be eating or farting, and we put him in a crop top. And that was the also, whole film. He's also incredibly stupid in this one. Like, yes, yeah, much more in, stupid than the last time. Yeah, um, so the first scene is Lewis and Charlie are back in Australia, and they're filming a commercial where, like, animals are attacking them, but they have shampoo. But it's directed by talking Jackie Legs, and the animals actors can talk, and they attack Jackie Legs, and it's all a Lewis dream. Once again, going almost an entire movie, not doing the plot that people wanted to see when they saw the original film of talking kangaroo (laughs) shenanigan. Just slightly more this time. Yeah. Um but so how about did you how about that koala? We come out of that we come out of the shot of the title and like the pan over of the outback and then we get right into that dream and the first thing we pan up on is a koala that looks like a badly drawn old man. The koalas are gross. Something's with their eyes in this movie and it's just ugh. Yeah. Also And I, it's almost every animal looks really, really rough. I watched this movie from about like 4.30 to 6-ish, maybe, today. Like, just middle of the day. And it's only 8.30 now, and I don't remember much of it. If I didn't have my notes, I don't know what I'd talk about. <laughs> it's very just non-memorable. That happened, I edited the Space Jam episode and watched Dexter's Lab, and I was just like, oh, it got pushed out of my brain completely? Okay. Yeah, uh, if I hadn't just finished watching this like an hour ago i don't know how much i'd remember either exactly uh charlie lewis and jesse who has red hair now uh are back in australia to try to find a new shampoo formula remember at the end of kangaroo jack how they became shampoo mangate magnates (laughs) that's the word right shampoo mangoes (laughs) magnates right it's not mangates sure okay um yeah they're 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 that now and um but they need to find a new formula so they're trying to find an aborigine tribe uh with their chief ankamuti but of course lewis keeps calling him chunky tootie and funky booty and anything else really because isn't not understanding someone's culture and constantly getting it wrong so funny I, yeah, I don't know if you can tie any of this to reality, though. Like those well, were the, they met I mean, gray people in the woods. The Aborigines are legit. They're the natives of Australia. Yeah, but are they are they gray and avatars? 
I don't think they were meant to be gray. I think they were just meant to be like darker skinned. But they they drew it wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, there's issues with this movie. Uh, Charlie's voiced by Josh Keaton. Um, he played Ant Man in in a lot of Ant Man cartoons, and also Young Hercules. Yes, and I think he was Accelerate in Ben Ten. Which I like you don't know anything about that one. Oh, you don't remember the 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 blue alien that went fast and had like roller skate legs? I actually never saw any Ben Ten at all. I really messed around with Ben Ten the first series because like it's a cool concept. Um. So the Aborigines uh, are looking for magic stones to protect their people, and a prophecy painting foretells that Charlie and Lewis and Jack are the chosen ones to bring the stones back to them. How did we go from a mob drama comedy, mob comedy with, there's no drama, mob comedy, to magic stone chosen one nonsense? Immediate. There's no, like... I guess the commercial, but there's no start of this. There's no like, we're getting, we're kicking off this movie. And I guess it has to be like that because it's 75 minutes long, but like feels longer. (laughs) They just rip right out of it. And then all of a sudden we're here and we're talking to these Aborigine guys about rocks. Um, Also, who was the voice of uh, Jesse this time? Oh, I Angelica from Rugrats. It might have been. She sounded familiar sometimes, but I was just like, uh, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I'm surprised that this isn't like the first thing on my list, on my Google list when I search IMDb, because like <laughs> I must have visited this page 20 times because I kept forgetting about it. I was like, what did this guy do? Oh, that's right. I already looked at this. But what did he do? Um, let's see. Kath Susie. Uh, she was Lola in Space Jam. Uh, maybe that's what it was. That's why she was familiar. Uh, apparently she played Phil and Lil. Oh, okay. Which I think initially um, I wrote Anna Angelica, and then as it went farther, I was like, maybe it's Lil. Yeah, I, um, sorry. Yeah, she was filming Lil most of the time. And thankfully, Jesse never had to say Philip or Lillian. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we're doing that now. Uh, Lewis claims he's going to have no more ideas because all my ideas are bad. And then he has an idea and, uh, he sees Jackie Legs and his wife and kid. And we know it's Jackie Leg because he eat a Twizzler. Jackie right. Leg only kangaroo to eat a Twizzler. As if every kangaroo you cross paths with wouldn't just eat candy. They try it with every single one. Uh, <laughs> and now it's it's the early 2000s, so you know what the big plot point for this animal movie's got to be. Uh, we need to make new shampoo. Poachers. <laughs> early Bad t- poachers. Early. Let's talk about how those are not good poachers. No poachers are good poachers. Right, but like, the only as far as good poacher. functionally good at their job poachers, why are they chasing him with a big net on a stick? The only if they're good trying po- to poach him. The only good poacher is a poachered egg. <laughs> really, really running for it. 
I don't I don't even know if poached eggs are good. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I think they just drew the big net on a stick because, like, that's what they knew how to draw. That's what Fair. they could afford. Some of this stuff, primarily as soon as they get to Vegas, everything looks like a low-budget Bible cartoon. That's kind of the equivalent of what it is. Um, <laughs> but poachers were all over the place in early 2000s kids' movies, especially. Like, kids and family movies. Like, I'm just going off the top of my head without Googling, but, like, the Wild Thornberries movie it was all about poachers. Uh, They're like low-hanging fruit of bad guys, I the, feel like. The very beginning of Madagascar Escape to Africa, where Alex gets separated from Bernie Mac. Uh, the Wild? Was that about poachers? It's the Wasn't Disney movie. That? that was like Madagascar... It was like Madagascar. Just slightly different. It came out at the same time as Madagascar, and it was ugly as sin. Um, I know that I saw them both. Um, like, realistically, I don't remember that much of either of them. The Rescuers Down Under, maybe. I think there's a poacher in that. But yeah. There's a naked lady in that. No, that's the first one. Ah. Rescuers Down Under. They go down under. And they have to save Large Eagle. And also Boy, who is with Large Eagle. Yes, yes. Uh, so, Classic. yeah. And this is definitely, like, watching the low quality, low budget of this animation. And just the way the story is set up. And the uh, ending, which we'll get to. Um, this is totally a pilot for an animated series that they canceled after no one liked the movie, right? I think it could be. I also think this could have been live action. Yeah, for the most With a few part. Changes. I, yeah, there's the only reason it was made animation was, I guess, for it to be cheaper. I think that, and I think nobody wanted to do it. I think that nobody too. wanted to come back. But yeah. Um, so the poachers, so the heroes stow away in a crate to help Jackie legs cause the poachers capture him and the poachers almost find them in the crate, but thank God for Lewis cause he just keeps shitting his pants. He fart a lot. He fart all the way home. He farts a lot, but it's just, it's so loud and wet that, um, after a while I was like, he had to have shit himself by now. One would assume. Um, but they're, I guess also, uh, they're also trapped in the crate with a large bird. I thought it was a cassowary, and I almost lost my mind like, oh my god. Because cassowaries are the scariest birds in existence, I would say. But, um, I think it was, it was it's a, an emu. Uh, I think, yeah. They, okay. can, they confirm later it's an emu, so I had to cross off all my notes of just like, holy shit, this thing is pecking him in the head when it really should be ramming a sharp talon through his spine oh my um, god i thought i thought the emu was great um especially right in the beginning there they're sitting in the box and it keeps pecking charlie and that's funny on its own but then like they start talking about a plan and the emu <laughs> just sits there and it's the combination of like i guess that this was what they were planning for but also the animation is bad the whole time that's mm. that's throughout and it's he's just sitting like looking dead on like he's really intent into the plan <laughs> just not blinking um 
So they're it's being very good. They're being shipped to Las Vegas uh, for show reasons. Uh, uh, it's a Steve Irwin type named Outback Ollie, who from the moment he's introduced, you know, is going to be the villain. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which sucks because Steve Irwin was cool. And, um, I mean, we're going to get to this later, but uh, that plan, uh, I just, I, I have know, a lot I of don't questions even know if there about was Outback a plan. Ollie. But like, uh, his whole cover nonsensical we'll <laughs> uh lewis has a cousin named ron in las vegas who is an exterminator and a limo driver but before we meet him the fbi is hanging from the ceiling of the <laughs> cargo hold which looks like the end of indiana jones uh that big like room full of shit yeah and they're and, just hanging out and they're like oh well if if these people sneak the kangaroo away then we're going to find out who's smuggling all these animals and possibly diamonds in or jewels or whatever. And like, they'll take us to the bad guy who's obviously going to be out back Ollie. And yeah, Ronald is an exterminator slash limo driver. He's got a, he's got a kangaroo in his car. Ron thinks he's on a TV show for a while, but then they just drop that bit. Right. Because it's not funny like anything in this movie. Um, Jackie wakes up and is understandably overwhelmed by Vegas. And so he jumps out of the limo and bounces around to a song, which is called Party Hopping. It's, you know. Because he's hopping. What else he would jump around to? He's, he's hopping. And you see, there were a couple of guys who were like, come to our party. So party hopping. I'd like yeah. to refer to my note where I wrote... Go fa ha 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 huck yourself. This uh, this movie had something that I think the first one could have benefited from, and that's just a slew of original music that's not good. Yeah, the original music was weird, but the the one moment of a cover is even weirder. But we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> uh, there's a lounge singer. He's just singing a lounge song, and that makes Jackie long for when... his wife and kid. But before he gets to the casino. While he's party hopping, he just causes massive damage. Oh, yeah. There's a huge, huge pile up all the way down the strip. There's at least one fatality, right? Right. That's what I thought. That's why it's a cartoon. They're like, they won't think about death if the cars aren't real. Uh, um, I think that if this was not animated, it would it could have definitely been a lot more fun than the original. Maybe. They would have to, like... I don't know. Treat it like a cartoon, even though it's not. If it had the right. same bizarro George of the Jungle tone, then I'd be in it. But I don't know. I think like if you're shooting somewhere, even if you're not shooting in actual Vegas, you've got enough shots of you know, like Vegas against Vegas as a green screen and mm -hmm. whatever you're using. You've got enough flashy color stuff and jaggy legs jumping around a lot of the original is stagnant and the outback is very pretty and I, you know, I'd love to go see it, but that's kind of it. That's all it, it has. A lot, of, for it. a lot of red and Brown for an hour and a half. After the lounge singer makes Jackie legs long for his wife and kids, someone calls security and it's dead ass Colonel Sanders. It's a weird, that... 
I like he he doesn't sound like him, but it's like he's got the little mustache and little goatee, and he's wearing all yeah. white, and he's got white hair, and I'm like, why is Colonel Sanders doing this? Is it like <laughs> was the... that before or after the teeth? I don't remember the teeth. What teeth? Oh my god! As soon as as soon as the kangaroo gets loose in the casino, he's hopping around. They do an extreme close up into this one guy's mouth that they have way over animated. All of the teeth are yellow. There's shit in between every single one, and it's the most effort they spend animating anything the whole time. I do not remember that. Do you remember the point where Jackie Legs is hopping around and one of the background people says, What is that, a giraffe? Yeah. <laughs> I think the most ridiculous part of the whole movie, and there's a lot, is the fact that he's... As he's going around, everywhere he's going, just because he's wearing a sweatshirt, people are like, hmm, that's a weird guy. <laughs> and very rarely are people like, that's a fucking kangaroo. It's operating on cartoon logic, but, like, it only, it doesn't really work because there's no joke behind it besides clothes make man. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, like, he, uh, he's got the, he's got... Lewis's hoodie on him again because iconic imagery, I guess. <laughs> it's all the um, sad. Hey, and you and you remember the how funny it was in the first movie when a uh, kangaroo eat uh, atomic fireball candy. Let's do same thing, but with pepper. <laughs> to fire the song. Just, oh yeah, and then the fire, making you think of and then. Adam a Sandler man will drop a turkey stories. full of refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the stuffing inside the turkey is bad. Everything in this animation is noticeably bad, especially this scene where Jackie Legs is hopping and ev not every, but a lot of background extras do not move at all. <laughs> they are stagnant, just hands up, afraid poses. Maybe they blink a few times, but it's... If very did, bad <laughs> and the movement's and weird when like he does much. the pepper when he eats the pepper he sweats too goddamn much for a single pepper that honestly kind of just looks like a chili pepper yeah i mean i just like i don't know it was a lot of sweat that happened there yeah no it's too much i was agreeing with you <laughs> uh after this as they're running trying to catch jackie can't find him Lewis and Charlie uh, end up in the budget saving scene of the film where it's just eyes in the dark for a long time. <laughs> it's too much eyes in the dark. And then they end up in a panther cage. Uh, earlier, Charlie got knocked by roast beef and Lewis got a turkey on his head. So they're covered in gravy and refried beans and beans and beans refried beans beans and beans tomatoes potatoes beans 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 beans, beans. um and yeah they're uh my note said uh buffet juice was what they were covered in but so the panther wants to eat that so they strip down to their skivvies and then they're part of a knockoff siegfried and roy act because they're in the cage they lock themselves in the cage on purpose. That's the plan. They weren't smart in the first movie. But boy, oh boy, <laughs> they're dumb. Yeah, they're pretty fucking dumb. 
Um, and Jesse. I also really is... liked. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say Jesse is still somewhat competent, but um, she's nowhere to be seen ever until like the last third. <laughs> she's going to get the limo. Yeah, I did really like that. Uh, the they found Jackie Legs just two hands deep in the lettuce at the salad bar. And that's when the guy on the camera sees him. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought that was kind of silly. Um, and so they're in the Siegfried and Roy act. They're kicked out of the casino. And Lewis makes mention of them being the chosen ones and the gems for the tribe for the first time in about half an hour. Because <laughs> the movie kind of just forgot about that for a while. Yeah, I thought that that was what was going to happen. Was we were just we were just fucking off with that, and we were going to yeah. do something else. I thought it was which gonna, I was game for. I thought it was going to be the underlying plot structure for the TV series that never happened. But um, <laughs> so yeah, and then they get into the limo with Jesse, and then I looked down at my phone for a few seconds, and I looked back up, and Jackie Legs was in a boxing match all of a sudden. Yeah. And yeah, he, he was. was rapping Don't Call It a Comeback. And it wasn't like a one-off gag like in Happy Feet or whatever where it's just like, haha, don't call it a comeback. Boom. Okay, cool. Moving on. No, they do the entire goddamn song. Yeah, it was like three or four minutes of him boxing that guy. It is a full cover of Don't Call It a Comeback. <laughs> full, poorly animated, rapping kangaroo, punching a man music video. And like, yeah. it it's bad. The song's good, but it's bad. Is the song good? I don't know if I'm ready to make that jump. I like it. I like the beat. <laughs> um, but surprise, it's another Lewis dream sequence. Charlie never has these dreams, I guess. You know what else Charlie doesn't have? Personality. His hair cutting scissors. Yeah, but he's not a hair. He's not a hairstylist anymore. He's a shampoo man. <laughs> he's a shampoo tycoon he's a, sha- the, the he's a idea, the idea that this whole fucking movie was we need to go get new berries for shampoo and that's the catalyst for everything that happens is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard yeah you know what else is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard let's make All an animated it. sequel to kangaroo jack I just feel like that on its own could be an idea that could work. Uh, just not like this. Mm, I don't know. Um, so these gems that the Aborigines were talking about are being smuggled in Jackie's collar so that they can, you know, be bought to America and be sold for money. Uh, the news tells us this because Charlie, Jesse, and Lewis are now on the FBI's most wanted list. And they're like, yeah, Charlie has some connections to the mafia like his stepfather and then they have a drawing of a man who does not look like christopher walken in the slightest yeah they didn't even would have been cooler if they just they could have just put up a picture of christopher live action picture of chris yeah i and uh would have enjoyed that yeah the uh the gems they found do you mean the the gem as blue as the sky the gem as black as the night and the gem as green as the ocean? What? 
Is that what that's they say in the they, beginning? That's what they say in the beginning. Weird. I don't remember that. <laughs> I just, again. It's a weird I, line. Again, this movie was forced out of my brain. <laughs> um, so there are these two mob guys, and they're disguised as policemen. The mob guys have been following them the whole time, by the way. Um, and they're the ones who stole the tribe gems, and they want it back. And they have um, some tattoos that are part of the prophecy. Yeah, there's like the man with a smile on his forehead because he has like a birthmark that kind of looks like a smile. And then the one who wears a snake on his arm because he has a tattoo of a snake on his arm. But like the Aborigines have tattoos, so or they have like at least paint on them. So some they just be like, he has a snake on his arm, like painted on his arm. <laughs> but then how would the movie last 75 minutes? It barely does. It's true. You have to have a four-minute boxing sequence. And also, the stupid-ass ending. But you know what? I think we've gone for a good while. And now it's time to hear again from Tom. Tom, up to this point, what are your thoughts on this? Fuck you! (laughs) Okay. That is some good insight. And this, uh, Lewis realizes that the mob guys disguised as cops are the mob guys disguised as cops because one is wearing high tops and just the shoe placement. He's like, well, that, that's that got to be it. Time to knock him I out. I think with it the was front. funny that he was like, I've never, never had any good, <laughs> the cops have never helped me out with anything. And I've seen him a lot of times and I know for sure that they're never wearing high tops. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, While we're in Ronald's house and we're standing there, uh, he has a painting of a real man on the wall. Yeah, I think it's a jazz musician. It doesn't fit the animation style of anything else. Nothing fits. It's absurd. Also, this was around the time that I noticed um, they just were putting him in a crop top every time. And Lewis... Lewis is a big guy in the movie, first movie. He was a big guy. That was like a gag a couple of times. But I don't remember like it being a thing where every time they gave him a shirt, it was like cut off at the top of his belly button. No. Like he was they, Britney Spears. It's, it's, a, it's a cartoon, so they're like, must make him cartoonishly large. <laughs> and, you know, bad. Stupid. Um, also, They don't even really draw him that big either. Very similar to the first movie. Who is this for? kids i guess like but i don't know i will get to it but i there's like not there's only a few like fart jokes that are good for kids and then the rest of the time it's like trying to do the kangaroo jack thing which but adding the animation just makes it weirder it's weird i would say there's a lot of fart jokes yeah um (laughs) so jackie legs is in mrs sperling's backyard she is a crazy alien lady. Uh, she believes aliens are everywhere, so they booby-trapped her backyard. Charlie and Lewis fall into a booby trap. Ha ha ha, they hang upside down. And Another Jackie example Le- of, like, what was the plan? And Jackie... Everyone charges. Yeah, and Jackie Legs hops away. <laughs> into the desert. I like Mrs. Sperling's dog. He has a helmet... With a coat hanger on it. He have funny hat. 
funny hat. He lick his nose a bunch. Funny dog. He licks right into his nose like Stitch. Kind of would have been fun for him to come back and maybe have a character. <laughs> or for her to come back, but like also the dog. But uh, nope, just a one-off thing. Yeah. Um. And this is when, uh, at this point, Ronald looks at Jackie Legs hopping away and he sighs. He's like, look at those jewels hopping away in the sunset. The scene is very brightly lit, like it's the middle of the day. The sun is not setting. The sun does not set on the kangaroo jack empire. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. The it sun never will rose. never set. <laughs> it never rose. Um, and then we get the biggest surprise in the entire film. Oh no. Outback Ollie is bad. Dun, dun, dun. And he's working with the poachers. Yeah, he's working with the poachers and the mob. The poachers were the mob guys the whole time. Right. But And the- uh, when we get this reveal, Ollie is... Ollie has told them that he's going to work with them and then they leave and then he's he we get the big reveal that he has the New York accent he's not really the guy um he's really the one looking for all these jewels um and we find the two mob guys standing behind a secret bookcase in his office which to me means that for the whole last scene they were just standing in there looking at the wall they were playing solitaire or something they were (laughs) just waiting they were kissing each other i don't know um so outback ollie's like oh yeah maybe uh maybe the kangaroo went towards the lake because he's a kangaroo and he'd be thirsty in the desert so ron races towards there because he wants the gems and everybody races towards there uh, towards Lake Mead to find Jackie. And then Jackie Legs inadvertently goes wakeboarding. He's really fucking good at it, too. Yeah, because... And, uh... Lewis... Oh, we've also lost Ronald at this point. Yeah, they Ronald disappears. Ronald for help. He disappears for a bit to have a reveal, I guess. Um, to be... To be out in a street alley picking up hookers yeah they call him for help and he says no i'm meeting a client and the client i cannot stress this enough is hookers a couple of ladies walk by him and he's like "Ooh, i have clients and yeah it's i guess that's the implied joke i don't know but um (laughs) you know kid jokes lewis is uh, he does water skiing have you ever water skied luke I've not. It's super hard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But, um, so, of course, he's bad at it. And in the background, there's a song called Do the Swim. It's like the dog, but not as low. <laughs> I don't remember what the rest of the Another lyrics were. Another great original. But, uh, yeah, that's, um, and that goes on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. For a full length of a song. Um, Long enough for Lewis to chase him, to grab a hamburger and eat it in two bites while water skiing. You also grab a drink, slurp that down. 
And yeah, and then in comes Ronald on a jet ski to crash and fuck everything up. Do you want to know what my immediate note reaction to this was? What? Is this movie over yet? <laughs> um, and so story seems to have happy end. Outback Ollie has Jackie. Well, to them, it should be happy because Outback Ollie has Jackie and everything's going to turn out great. Lewis even has his lucky jacket back. But then he look in his pocket and there's some gems in there. I can't believe that they did a whole nother movie where the pivotal moment was still the Billy Zane Titanic. Yep. Um, yeah, I put my note was I put the diamonds in the coat. I put the coat on the girl and now the girl is gone. I put Ollie put the fake gems in the jacket and the jacket on the Lewis. <laughs> oh yeah. Ollie has fake gems that he's going to turn into the FBI so he can have the more valuable real gems. Sure. Yeah. Plot. Yeah. Um, so Ollie has the gems now and he also has Jackie and Lewis, Charlie and Jesse get arrested but thankfully, Ron stages an infestation and as an exterminator, gasses everybody with dry ice and grape juice to get them out. <laughs> I don't Which is a plan. He does the, the Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince thing, too, when he's telling the prison guard about um, what's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, you got termites? Nang, 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 nang. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, there's also a bit of Lewis being too stupid when they're like, you get one phone call. And Charlie, who still has a cell phone in his pocket in jail, uh, gets a call and it's Lewis saying, what's the number of the lawyer on TV? Which they try to lampshade that by the guard being like, hey, you're not allowed to have a cell phone in there. But then it's doesn't make it like oh okay well they acknowledge it it's like well why why does he have it why didn't you do your job we get to there yeah how does this happen uh so they all break out um blah 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 they crash outback ollie's taping to be like you are bad man give us kangaroo jack and the gems back Ronald. Right in the middle of showing off that wombat. Yeah. You know what's cool about that's... wombats? What? They poop cubes. Oh, yeah. They poop cubes, and they're a good band. Um, <laughs> Would have been better to show it pooping cubes than to show that wombat that they drew. Yeah, it's an ugly-looking thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, to get the gems back, Ron dresses up as an Aborigine tribe member. Uh, that's a little problematic, <laughs> to say you're, the you're least. You're not wrong, <laughs> but uh, this movie—I don't know, man. This—we're uh, certainly not in any sort of real life scenario. I can tell you that much. No, but still. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Outback Ollie, someone says, "Think of the children," and he has. Uh, what I can only describe as a Gabo moment 
If you don't remember The Simpsons, season four finale, Krusty gets canceled, where Gabo comes to town and he's a puppet, but Bart turns on the video camera turns on the TV camera to broadcast him saying all the kids in Springfield are little SOBs. And that's what happens here, basically. Yeah. I just don't understand. um, What we find out here is that all all he wants to do is be a a jewel thief, I guess. Um, It's a promising career. And he hates kids. He hates everything to do with kids and working with them. Um, So my thing is, his whole plan was to set up this front as as a guy who does animal shows for children and like he could have had any other job at all or why did he pick this or if it's a tv show which it is like we have tv cameras we have a he mentions a feed he says they're taping the show why have an audience you can do a show for kids with zero child involvement he could also just be a jewel thief yeah, but then we wouldn't the have some biting Steve Irwin satire in 2004. Even though, like, <laughs> dude doesn't deserve I guess. it. But everyone cool kind of loved him yeah. for the whole time. Yeah. He made a movie, even. Yeah. Weird movie, but uh, it exists. Um, So he's arrested. Yay. All the animals go back to Australia. Yay. And go back to the Aborigine tribe with the gems, and it turns out Charlie and Lewis weren't the chosen ones all along. There was a second cave painting that said they were supposed to die, get eaten by dingoes. How about that, How about that transition, too? That. Pan up to Kangaroo Jack eyeball, which turned into Big Diamond in the Outback. Bad. <laughs> um... So this entire movie was leading up to uh we did everything because we believed in ourselves message. When did they not believe in themselves? Um before they drank the secret stuff. That's I did that not give you secret stuff vibes that speech. No, it gave me big cliche speech vibes. <laughs> I'm editing that episode now, and I'm just like, wow, I'm having such fun with the conversation in this episode that I completely forget to be like, a lot of this sucks. It's but, okay. It's a fun episode. Um, but yeah, so it was leading to a believe in yourself message. And at this point, I'm like, there's too much time left for it to all be credits. So what's the stinger going to be? Is it going to be another Lewis dream sequence? Is it going to be just Kangaroo Jack, I don't know, driving the car for the first time? No. It's when magic is introduced to this world. <laughs> um, The Aborigine tribe calls upon the elders to make uh, them one with nature. Uh, Charlie, Lewis, and Jesse. And now they can talk to animals. Hell yeah, they can. Uh, you know, Jackie comes up and he's like, oh, I've been talking this whole time, but you couldn't hear me now, could you? And it's just the... It happens. Yeah, 
I don't know why it like this is especially why I probably think it's, to set up the TV show. Yeah, yeah. like the TV show was going to be, oh, hey, the wild thornberries just went off the air. Let's fill that void with kangaroo Jack. Was this Nickelodeon or were they just you think they were hoping to get picked up by Nickelodeon? They were probably hoping to get Nick. They were probably hoping to get picked up, but like it's Warner Brothers, so it probably would have been a Cartoon Network show. Nicked up by Pickelodeon. Yeah, that's what I started to say. You pick live. Um, yeah. And so then all the animals start talking. They're just like, we say animal things. And we end the film. Oh, uh, they got berries. Yeah. By the way. You fragrant berries. They got some good smelling berries and also magic. Uh, and we end on what any kangaroo jack film would end on camel fart joke yeah a really solid one i don't think it is i think it's just a series <laughs> you don't of... think all movies should end with cartoon camel fart if they're funny but all the camel does is fart a few times and then go like sorry i ate bad hay yeah classic comedy classic element of physical comedy <laughs> um camel fart is classic there's also uh all the animals that speak they, they all sound like dudes just a weird thing i noticed there none of them uh, had lady I think voice probably probably because it was one dude if i had to guess yeah probably it was the boom operator or something you don't need a boom operator for an animated You're right. This movie. was animated. <laughs> <laughs> so, Somebody who was there. And that's that. That's Kangaroo Jack. G'day USA. That is the end of the Kangaroo Jack franchise. I'm glad we never have for to. For now. It's, I don't think it's ever going to come back. <laughs> I don't ever want to cover this series again. Do you? I don't know why we no, would cover I, it again. But Yeah. Uh, is it safe to say both are very bad films? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so with that... Oh, one sec. It looks like we're getting another participant in this call. Let me let them in. Um, hello? Justice! I'm sorry, did, what did you say? Ju I said Justice! Um, do, 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 do you know who this guy is, Luke? Uh, is it, is, is it Justice? His camera doesn't seem to be working. Um, his name is, oh no, his name is hashtag Justice for Jack. Oh no. That's <laughs> right, you thought that you knew who Justice for Jack was in the last episode, but did you ever expect it to be me? I, well, I don't know, I don't know who you are. I don't we didn't think you were real. Yeah, I, th I thought you were one of my friends, but um, <laughs> apparently since we didn't get his confession on Mike, I don't think, I have to double check or delete that part, <laughs> but um, then, wow, okay, um, hi, w w what do you want us to call you? You can call me Justice for Jack and nothing else. Oh, okay, okay, um, how did you get this link? This is kind of an encrypted thing. 
I've been in the middle. I've been hiding in your Zoom calls this entire time since you recorded the Kangaroo Jack episode and said it was a bad film, waiting for my moment to strike. And let me tell you, I am striking now. Kangaroo Jack series isn't bad. Your podcast is bad. That's not nice. This guy's kind of an asshole, Connor. Yeah, and he's also he's also being a bit of a hypocrite. He gave us five stars. But I only did that in the hopes that someday you would bring justice to my friend Jack. I don't think Jack needs justice. Number one, he's not real. You do know that, right? No, he is real. He's a very special friend of mine. Hmm. I think this guy needs some kind of help, Luke. I don't know. It's help that I don't know if we can provide, Connor. I... Yeah, I just... I, I All right, justice for Jack. Do you have, like, anything you really want to say? Or did you just... <laughs> anything want... positive to contribute? Or did you just want to try to ruin the show, even though we finished this episode? And, like, what did you want? Well, I wanted to come in and say that both the Kangaroo Jack movies are good. And especially, um... You're wrong about everything. They are nostalgic classics, and my opinion is right because it is mine. Oh, wow. Okay. What a really nuanced and special opinion you've given us. Yeah, you're uh, unlike anybody on the internet. I know. I am very special. Thank you very much. All right. Do you have literally anything else you want to say to us, or can we get on with our criteria and you can go... Well, I just wanted to say about the criteria. Why, why, why is it Brad Garrett and Carol Kane? What? Why is it Brad Garrett and Carol Kane are the people that you compare things to? Why can't it be who's the... Shit. I don't remember any of the side characters from Kangaroo Jack. I don't know what you guys think it is that I'm doing with my life, but I would sooner say yes to an orgy with Connor and Luke and be the base of your Eiffel Tower before I ever see this movie. I would sooner run into the Australia forest fires bathed in nothing but gasoline before I ever see this movie. I would pay back all my student loans in full before I even consider seeing this movie. The fact that you would even ask, the fact that you would even like think like maybe Tom might be interested in Talking about this movie disgusts me and shows that you have absolutely no respect or not even a sense of empathy for anyone other than yourselves. Do you not understand how horrible my experience watching the first Kangaroo Jack is? Because I think if you got it, like we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Like I, I'm livid. I'm... I'm I'm so angry that I could cry. That's a good point, Tom. Oh, yeah, thank you, Tom, for shutting this guy down. Very smart. Oh, well, I guess he's right with his very clever insight and very smart thing. Hey, your voice seems to have changed since you first came in. Yes, I know. It's almost like... You started with a voice in mind, and then it evolved into this. Oh, well, why would I start with a voice in mind? I don't know. This is breaking the thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave now. That's, that, the end parts of that's probably gonna get deleted.
that whole th- I don't know if that whole thing will stay in or not. It, I don't know. We we biddled around a little. It was a concept, uh, mostly because Jason was, <laughs> Jason was like, "Hey, I liked the Barry stuff. It's fun when people jump in, that are like bits. Like, okay, I can try to add more of that." <laughs> We haven't gotten much feedback, so like I was like, okay, I'll do. The I know he's the only one giving it. Yeah. Um. All right. So now it's time no to move on. There we got it. Uh, Tom, do you have any final thoughts about this movie? Ah. <laughs> I see. Mm, yeah. Smart. This is it's valid. All right. Um. So now we move on to the criteria, which of course we do every episode to compare this film to the pacifier. First out how's the soundtrack it's not great bob it's original um <laughs> except when it's there's, not right right um but like there's some stuff in here that didn't exist before and it existed here um and i don't think that that's good necessarily but like i don't either it could have you know it could have just been it could have all been that Cheryl Crow cover from B movie, um, and that is the floor of music for me forever. Really? Yeah. That seems like the most inoffensive thing that we've heard on this show. I hated it. It makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. Weird. Um. All right. Uh, the dieselometer. I guess it would be Ahmed Best as Lewis. I guess he's uh, the I give lead. It to Jack again. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know, man. This is uh, Vin Diesel when he talks in his sleep. <laughs> I don't know if he does talk in his sleep, but if he did, that's what this performance would be. I don't. <laughs> I mean, he's Ahmed Best is doing his best, but it's not a great performance because he didn't give a lot. Didn't get a lot to work with. Yeah, it's not a, it's not anyone's finest work. Um, I gave it Furious Six just because of that one scene where Kangaroo Jack jumps from the limo onto the other car. It kind of reminded me of Vin Diesel jumping yeah. off the tank. Um, Makes sense. But like, that's kind of it. Yeah, there's not much. There's not much to talk about with this movie. Um. Did I like this as a kid, or would I have liked it as a kid? I don't think so. As much as I like cartoons and stuff, and still do, it's boring. Um, I gave it a, I think maybe, uh, because there was a time when I was a kid where I found on VHS in a church basement the, uh, the cartoon, um, Wizard of Oz sequel. And I kind of liked that. I don't know which one you're talking... I don't know which one that is. And that's a very similar caliber to this. And I can't remember the name of it. But, yeah, I I don't know. For me, this was just... This was just kind of boring. Yeah. For sure. Not much happens. Uh, What has the director gone on to do? Uh, Ron Myrick. He's been a staff member on some good stuff. Like... uh, I think Bravest Warriors was on his thing and some other good animation stuff. 
but the only things he's directed since this are stuff for Leapfrog, the animated series NFL Rush Zone, and Valt the Wonder Deer. I don't know any of that. Me I've never neither. Even heard of any of that? I mean, I know Leapfrog was the educational thing, but right. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's all. That's all he did. Uh, is anything as memorable as the Peter Panda dance? I guess Jack Boxing. I'm gonna give that a fat nah. Yeah, I yeah. No, I, it was either no or Jack Boxing, but you know, judging by my lack of memory while recording this, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Um, who's the Brad Garrett, Carol Kane, insane side character? Uh, the the the, the alien lady, Mrs. I don't know her name. Mrs. Stolbergen. Mrs. Schubladoo. Mrs. Mrs. Sperling. And her dog. The dog. Ned. I think the dog was named Ned. Ned the dog. That sounds right. I gave it to the emu. Ah. Oh, yeah, the emu, when he talks at the end, is like, Sorry for pecking your head there, Charlie. It just sounds like a coconut. Yeah. Sure. And last but not least, is there anything as batshit insane as the Sound of Music subplot in the Pacifier? In case you don't remember, it's where Seth is thought to be a Nazi because he has bleached his hair and has a Nazi armband in his locker. After Vin Diesel follows him on a bike for a bit, it's discovered he's just sneaking off into the city to rehearse a community theater production of The Sound of Music. And he's playing Rolf. And his Liesel is like 40. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. The fact that they uh, reference Christopher Walken's character and the drawing looks nothing like Christopher Walken. That was weird. That's what I said. I said Ollie's choice to become a children's TV host. That is weird. Oh, also introducing magic into this franchise that was supposed to be a mob movie. That was supposed to be real life, yeah. Yeah, and uh, do you have a rating and ranking for this? Yeah, I gave it a handful of mystical berries and two camel farts. Um, It's not better than The Pacifier, but I think that it is a little better than the first Kangaroo Jack. I gave it... 0.5 0.5 cups of Pongu Pongu juice from Pandora, the world of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Because the berries at the end, they were like, ah, oh, these are like Pinga Pinga berries. And I was like, oh man, that makes me think of Pongu Pongu juice. Uh, it's 0.5 cups of that out of seven. And this is so much worse than the Pacifier. And I think it's worse than Kangaroo Jack. I don't mm. think it improves on anything from the first one. It's more boring there's at least a few moments in the original film that are so weird for me that I'm like, all right, there's something happening here. But this is just nothing. I thought that the plot that they were aiming for had more going on than the initial one. I don't know whether it executed all the way. Yeah. I think what makes the original Kangaroo Jack a little bit better than this for me is Michael Shannon. If Michael Shannon was in this, Mm. I'd probably be more into this. 
but he's not, so I'm not. That's fair. And yeah, and um, you know, since we didn't have a guest this week, we uh, don't get to end this with the coming attractions game unless what if we recorded one in the past with a future guest maybe and uh you know yeah what if we recorded one in the past with a guest who's coming in the future and we get to play it right now flat throw it back throw it back to past selves <laughs> wow, boy, we sure had a lot of different feelings about insert movie here. Brad movie. Well, um since it was just a two of us episode, we decided that maybe when we do just the two of us episodes, we should have cameos from past or future guests come in to give us the coming attractions game. So, Luke, do you want to introduce our future guest who's going to give us a movie for next week? This is... this is Savannah. Hi, I'm Savannah. You want to say some stuff about you? What about me? I'm Savannah, I date Luke, (laughs) and I live with him, so I'm here. Oh, God. (laughs) There you go. So you've had to watch a lot of uh, the stuff for the show I've with him? I've watched all of the movies with him, except for Running with Scissors. Oh. And Dahufa. And Dahufa. Okay. at work. Okay, well, you didn't have to suffer through what I think might be the worst one. What? Oh. Unless I've blocked some other ones I, out of my I head. still think Kangaroo Jack was worse than Running with Scissors. I I got it. Well, anyway, we've <laughs> talked about that enough. It's what we do. It's uh, it's what we do here. We talk about Vin Diesel but and ins- Fuck Kangaroo Jack. Those are our things. Wow. But instead of talking about movies of the past, we're going to be talking or trying to guess movie in the future. So what you got for us, Savannah? Okay. So since I do watch all of these movies with you guys, I wanted it to be a movie that I would enjoy. But I like a lot of movies. So I thought about an actor that is in a lot of movies I like. And the first she thought of was Michael Sarah. I don't know why her audio cut out and it's too late to fix it. My mind immediately and I couldn't pick between the three. So I looked up some reviews about the three of them and I have one for each of them for you guys to pick. Which review sounds like the most titillating movie? Ready? Okay. Silence. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So the first review... As Luke looks like a deer in headlights. Because <laughs> it's so bright in here. It's, it's <laughs> the appropriate amount of bright. Okay. The first review. <laughs> it isn't supposed to make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I love it. Such a fantastic art piece. This movie takes you for a wacky ride. It's so funny and the characters are all so cool. The plot is twisting and turning at every corner. But it's held together just enough so that every couple seconds there's a mind-blowing scene. Uh, also to say that uh, none of these reviews really feel like they're reviewing the movie. So, and I that disagree one with this sounds review. like, remember remember the the college humor segment when they used to do the six? That's what oh, that yeah. sounded like. So the next one. This one's the shortest and my favorite. Better than scary movies, you will not bore. I don't know why they compared it to you a scary movie. You will not bore. <laughs> 
You will not bore. Guaranteed. And the last one is, personally, I really like it for its real-like humor. It's like this could happen in real life, but still, it's very good movie and would recommend. I don't think this would happen in real life at all. But it is a good movie, and I also recommend it. I, I feel like... I feel like I know what the first one is by context of it, and while it's a movie I adore, I don't know if we should do another Connor Loses His Mind About a Movie episode. Ah, I think I probably know what that is then, based on you two. Yeah, yeah, so, what do you, th- I, I like how two is so brief. Yeah. And it's not scary. And it's the better. third one was about fishing mm. real <laughs> uh, alright do we want to do two or three I'm fine with either one I have a slight inkling of what two is uh, because of the scary movie comparison but you don't I promise alright uh, I got nothing on either of these movies um, I'm game with either All right, let's do two then. All right, so my clues for number two is that the main character is Jack Black, and Michael Sarah plays his best friend. Really? This is not what I thought it was going to be. I I thought people didn't like this movie at all. Uh, What's scary about this? Um, I can tell you that much. No. No, Jack Black has done other things. Uh, and I love Jack Black. Uh, I was also, I was also thinking about <laughs> School of Rock all day today, though. What's our? Uh... Um, is uh is is this title extremely vague? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, like just it's kind of. You could call it a date, even though it's not yeah. really. What's next? Do you need more clues? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, Let's hear it. Jack Black eats the forbidden fruit, and he is exiled from his village. Oh, it's fucking year one. Yeah, yeah, it's year one. Oh, I've never actually seen this Again, one. Um, You've never seen year one. I I think I've seen like moments of it on Comedy Central. Yeah, but like it's definitely something that exists. Wow. Okay. This is a movie that I used to really right. like when I was younger because I love Jack Black so much. Do you want to hear the other movies? He is great. Yeah. Was the first one Scott Pilgrim? It was. Yeah. That's, I, I adore Scott Pilgrim and I adore Edgar Wright, but I'm like, we've done too much that are like Connor going, I love this thing. So like, let's, let's take a step back. And then the other one was super bad. Ah. Ah. That would have been the opposite. Oh, I love super bad. But when you, when it, when you said for number two, scary movie, I had a like inkling that it was this is the end but this film is not scary at all i don't gotcha all right well thank you for that movie suggestion savannah no problem look forward to having you on a future episode me too yeah sometime when we're not in the car yeah now let's take it back to the future for us to round out the episode
That's right. We're going from Jackie Legs to Jack Black. To Jack the Ripper. No, that's... No. <laughs> no. I didn't even do the voice. That's that's almost as bad as Vin Diesel's. Vin, Vin Diesel's, Diesel's Cockney bad. accent. Oh. I had to find... A, I had to fi- that was a good interview. I, it's getting spliced into the Space Jam episode for reference. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're watching year one next week with a special guest, so be sure to tune in for that. Be sure to follow our socials at No Highway Pod, at No Highway Pod. <laughs> it's No Highway Pod on everything. Why it's, I, it is, yeah. I don't know why I'm tired. Um, I don't know. It is nighttime. And uh, while you're following us on our socials, uh, as you heard in the last episode, we're on the hunt for a, a specific chicken sauce. Is this a specific a recipe? Thing? I, don't I suppose it's, a it's not thing. a we thing. <laughs> it's a me thing. I'm on the hunt. The uh, we're looking for the recipe for the Yukon Gold Sauce. Somebody, somebody put me in touch with the people who used to own rafters in Amherst, Massachusetts. This is my plug. Um, I don't have a specific plug this week that I know of. If I have something by this point, I'll plug it in right here. And if I don't. Then you're just gonna get me saying something. And when everyone goes out to lunch, the scare floor will be painted. Man, I don't know. I'm so tired, and it's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> I don't know what the something is, but it's something. Uh, if anyone would like right. to give me a job, I will take a job. Oh, that's a good one. I should have added that to mine. Um, yeah, so tune in next week, year one, special guest, follow our socials, tell your friends, rate us on uh, Apple Music, cause that apparent, or Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, because that apparently helps out with Discovery a lot. We've been getting discovered by more people, though, it seems. Yeah, uh, we got bopping around. got some listeners from all around the globe, which is cool. I don't think this one's going to have much international appeal. But um, we'll see, and we'll see you next week uh, for No Highway Option. I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And I've been Justice for Jack. And (laughs) as always, these have been our opinions. And if you did not agree with them, oh, ah, well, before we do that, special thanks goes out to Ian C. Weber for our theme music. Luke, what does the C stand for? Oh, it's me again? Do you want me to do it? Sure. I thought... uh, um, This uh, Special thanks to Ian C. Weber for our music. The C stands for Corpse. Okay. Uh, You can find his... You can find the link to his... Uh, his something. What's in our what's his, in our thing? His the link to his SoundCloud. Ian Weber makes noise is in our show description. Yeah, that's what it is. Go check him out. He did some stuff for us. We like him here. He, he did some great stuff. He was on an episode that's creeping up to be one of our most listened to episodes. Which is sneaking up on you. Good for it. Yeah, Jason, he's coming for you. Um, <laughs> good for it. <laughs> in addition, thank you to Tom Roche for recording those little bits and getting them into us. And thank you to Savannah for being our guinea pig for the uh, recorded in advance guestless coming attraction game. I think it worked out well. And 
I mean, if I wasn't recording this in a future where I'd already seen it, I would say I'm excited for year one. But I'm excited for people to hear the episode about year one. Okay, let I just end the thing. All right, for no high by option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. I'm not going to do an I'm Justice for Jack again. And as always, these have been our opinions. And if you didn't agree with them, well, that's too bad because it's our way. No highway No highway option. Brad, fuck you. Time for a special announcement. Hey, Luke, what's some things you can do with a telephone? Um, if there was like a really mad goose in your house, um, you could hit the goose with the telephone. Interesting, interesting. Um, what are some more basic things you can do with a telephone? Uh, you could... You could do basic math, or find apps, or... Or you could call people that you like. You could call numbers that you know, or you could call in to your favorite Vin Diesel-based podcast. This one. We have a hotline now. Um, Highway hotline, baby. I like calling it the Highway Patrol tip line. Because that makes it sound like it's not what it actually is. But, uh, you know, call us. Leave us a message. Uh, talk about something you heard in an episode. If you want to offer a correction. If you want to be like, hey, I liked this episode. I didn't. If you want to just bother us. I don't know, man. This is a weird experiment that we're trying yeah, out. We like hearing from you. You want to call in? We like... roasted your favorite movie too hard. You want to complain about it? Call on it. Yeah. Come on down. Um, we might do uh, special episodes every so often where we listen to the messages and talk about them. We might insert them at the end of episodes. Who knows? I don't. Yeah. Maybe we'll. None of us do. We'll. Uh, we'll do that thing where you can uh, where you can tattoo the audio line. Uh, we'll get it written down on a piece of paper, and then we'll we'll feed that to a, a zoo animal. Not at that point yet. It's not safe to go to zoos yet either. You're right. Hey, man, animals can't catch it. I thought they could. I thought dogs could. Oh, I thought dogs couldn't. I don't know. I I think I read mice could. Anyway, <laughs> this probably let's not think say. about that. Yeah. Uh, but let's think about the phone number, which is uh, 301-941-7493. Or, if you like to think about words... That's 301-941-SIZE. Size. Um, it's size because that's all Google Voice could give me when I wanted to find one that had a word in it. It's because by doing these phone calls, you could help us increase our listener size. There you go. I was... 
I wanted to see if I could get one with an I wanted to see if I could get one with an area code that spelled out Vin, but that apparently does not exist. Well, uh, yeah, have to fight. Give with us a the call, phone, guys. Give us a call. Let's see if this experiment works. Again, that's three zero one nine four one seven four nine three, or three zero one nine four one size. Give us a call. Okay, bye. The theme music for No Highway Option was created by Ian C. Weber. To hear more of Ian's music and see some of his videos and stuff, follow the new link in our show description. No Highway Option was co-created and co-hosted by Connor J. Burke and Luke Smith and produced by Connor.